up. What month are we, Sam? Uh, we are now the end of January. Oh, be- well, now the beginning of February. <laughs> we, we're late. Yeah, Things we're late. happen. Life. But there's, because there's absolutely what can only be described as a shed load of news. January was busy. January yes. was busy on the news front. Which is brilliant. Um, yeah. And all good news. Yeah, it is all good news, actually, which is yeah. good news, as they say. <laughs> right, so we'll start at the top. We'll do Disney first, then Universal, and then the much loved but almost always forgotten always the bridesmaid never the bride sea world at the end Yay. Um, we love we love sea world yeah because it's got sharks and sharks are my favorite anyway uh so let's start with disney now my favorite bit of news that came out of the end of last year was that bob Iger is back yay bob um and, and being very visible He's been very visible in the parks, which has He's been also nice. He's been very visible in my email. He sent me an email. <laughs> he sent everybody that loves Disney an email saying that he's back and everything's going to be brilliant again, which which is great. Um, oh, I thought you were doing a one finger then. That's a double finger. No, no, no. Fingers crossed. Look, they're crossed. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, so we love, we love Bob Iger. If anyone's watched the Disney imagination, Imagineering even, um, documentary on Disney Plus um they'll know Bob Iger because he's in the last two episodes and he's brilliant so he's returned to his previous role and one of the first things he said in the email that he sent me was he was alarmed by the hike in the prices and how it has affected the guests in the park so hopefully now he's back um we'll see the prices go back to some kind of normality or at least not go up anymore which would be nice yeah so I don't think we'll see them drop but hopefully there might be a price freeze yeah or we'll get value for money yeah we seem it seemed to go prices seem to go up and we lost stuff yeah so obviously I mean he has went away I mean so far he has rolled back a few of the um things that they were charging for yes so far so looking good. Yeah, so we'll hit it off with the first bit of news that came out. Don't know when this is going to happen. Is that annual pass holders will be able to visit after two o'clock in the afternoon without a reservation to the park. Now, from a Disneyland Paris perspective, being an annual pass holder is a nightmare because you just can't get a bloody reservation to the park. So yeah. I stopped paying for my annual pass because I can't actually get a reservation to go. Yeah, yeah. Disneyland Paris, you're only guaranteed a reservation if you actually stay in a Disneyland Paris hotel, which defeats the object of being an annual. Which, as an annual pass holder, really does defeat the object. Um, And I mean, we were past Disney Disneyland Paris pass holders for years, and um, you know that was the joy of it was the fact you you had your pass. We were booking Airbnbs or cheap hotels and it made the trips you know affordable and spontaneous and very spontaneous at times um but then if they're not guaranteeing pass holders you know entry into the park unless they stay in a Disneyland Paris hotel which is extortionate um actually more expensive than going to bloody Florida yes I checked this I I I I looked up because I saw an offer 
I think it was something like 100 pounds a night for Disneyland Paris hotels. And I went on and I put in dates for my birthday, thinking, great, we can have a quick trip in June, a couple of nights, you know, as we, as, as we normally did. Yeah. <laughs> my birthday is like end of June. So nice time to go before the kids get out of school. And I put in for four days or four nights. So it says four nights, five days um, at the... Cheyenne or the Santa, well, Cheyenne and the Santa Fe, which the are their results. value resorts, are the same prices. It's pretty much like all star, the all star resorts come up with the same price. Um, and it was 1,900, 1,008, 1,900 pounds for the four days, five nights in a per value person. per person without travel. That didn't include travel. Now, for comparison of this, we're doing flights, well, hopefully flights, hotel, and tickets for pretty much the same price for 11 days in Orlando. Not I know which enough. one I would choose. Yeah. <laughs> Not now, as much as Disneyland Paris was my first ever Disney park, it's my home park. And will be special in a way. It's definitely but my until, home park because I'm closer to it than most other places in the world. You could spit <laughs> at it. Um, <laughs> but until they sort their pricing out, it it's cheaper to go to Florida. From the UK, it's cheaper to go to Florida than it is. I can't see me wanting desperately to to go back until they bring the races back. Yeah, I mean, we used to do four or five trips a year, didn't we? Yeah. And sometimes yeah. more, just, oh, we've got a free weekend in a couple of weekends. Uh, let's see how much the ferry is. Shall we go? Okay, I found an Airbnb. It's got like... Ooh, I've just had a tax goes. refund. <laughs> yeah. So so we, we we know the pain that the, Florida, the Orlando annual pass holders felt, and we're so glad that you're getting your reservation system dropped Hopefully, with that news, it means the park reservation system will be ditched into 2023 sometime. There's been lots of rumours on all the travel boards. and Yeah, there's been a lot of rumours. Um, and I think everyone's just waiting with bated breath now. Because it's, It makes a huge difference if you're travelling from the UK with park reservation. Yeah, because I mean, we plan your whole holiday. Well, we plan it anyway, but you I mean you really have to plan it. And um, with us as with the UK as well, we tend to buy um, combined tickets. So we'll get a package on tickets. So we'll buy our Universal and Disney tickets together, or Universal, Disney, Bush Gardens, Sea World all together. And we can't, and we pay that off over a year. So we might do like a monthly payment on it. And we we don't physically get tickets. Until we've paid it all off. Which is and usually between six and eight weeks before departure. Yeah. So we're looking at not being able to make park reservations until six to eight weeks before we go. And for those who are travelling over holiday periods, um, especially Christmas, because, I mean, the um, a lot of the UK like to visit um, the States during the holiday season. 
that would mean we'd be looking at six to eight weeks before the Christmas period to book parks, which is ridiculous because, yeah, we'll be you ridiculous. know, <laughs> it's so busy. Um, so, yeah, I hope they drop it um, as yeah. much as they say they that Disney as a company like it because it allows them to do um, allocate staff levels and everything else. I I don't I know a lot of Disney patrons don't like it and me being one of them. So the the next bit of news that came out at the beginning of last month or the end of December, I can't remember, it seems like forever ago, is a, which is a brilliant one. If you're staying at Walt Disney World Hotel, you will get complimentary parking. Which this I have no one money for people. Don't understand why they charge you for parking when you're already paying arms, legs and kidneys to stay in the hotel. I mean, I said a lot of UK travellers do do hire a car, um, even though car hire prices are still extortionate. Mm. Um, and yeah, I mean, you know, when you pay up, upwards of $120 a night to stay in a hotel and then suddenly they whack $40 on car parking. It's uh, mad, you know, and yeah. then, you know, um, not only was, was it not only they've dropped the resort parking, but also um, theme park parking as well for guests now. They've dropped the two. Because there was um, a thing of you were if you were a resort guest and you wanted to take your car to the parks, you were then having to pay car parking Again. at the park as well yeah so yeah which is like 30 25 30 dollars so yeah it's it i mean and i know a lot of the us only travel for, say five five days a week a lot of the uk travel for 10 to 14 so you know you put 25 dollars every day that's 250 dollars for us over 10 days yeah big saving that's money we could spend on food just saying that is food money. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, another good bit of news is for people that buy Genie Plus. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Um, <laughs> you will be receiving complimentary ride photos, which seems a bit of a no brainer because it costs. And I'm not going to swear. I, I did when I read it. It costs <laughs> so much money already for a bloody Disney Genie Disney Plus. No, that's the telly. A Genie Plus. Um, for you to jump yeah i mean it's anywhere between 15 and 30 dollars for genie plus over the christmas holidays or over the holiday season it was 30 dollars a day um because they do their surge pricing on it so when it's busy they charge more because people are more likely to buy it obviously yeah well there's no official start date but if you do buy a genie plus you will get the ride photo for the ride that you bought the genie plus for which is good don't know why they didn't do that in the first place Surely yeah that would encourage more people to buy it not us because we're tight and we like to spend our money on food and merch and as and also another perk for being in the uk is um if we buy our combined park tickets so we get we get offers on these um park tickets so at the moment i know they do a lot of 14 day tickets for the price of seven days 
and I know the deal we got was adult tickets at the price for kids tickets. Kids tickets, yeah. But then included in that, we also got the memory maker for free. So that saved us what hundred or two hundred dollars. Yeah, because we get price. one each. We do get one each, yes. So we are going to absolutely spank the memory maker for the days that we're in Disney. We're going to just get pictures of absolutely everything. Even, yeah. I don't know, just everything. Yeah. We, 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 will, we will be stalking the, the poor photographers, bless them. But, um, and and yeah. also, obviously, with the memory maker, we can get the zoom in video things saved on them. <laughs> I love your hand gestures. <laughs> It's very interactive, our podcast chat. <laughs> we must remember that we're also going to be re releasing this on Spotify. So any gestures that you're making are not going to be seen on Spotify. So you'll have to come over to the YouTube channel or our website to watch Sam throwing her arms around gesticulating. It looked like the claw. Look at them claws. Oh, the claw. Like from Toy Story. Okay. Yeah, but um, um, anyone who's seen the Zoom, if, you, if, you, if you've got memory pass or you want to get these zoom in um videos done claw pictures <laughs> claw pictures they do the one by the castle uh which is on the gardens outside of plaza gardens so we've got that corner of plaza gardens and tomorrowland terrace there's a i think it's um used as the firework viewing area they do one there and they also do one in galaxy's edge which is <laughs> and that's done to the if you're looking at the Millennium Falcon in front of you it's done to the left hand side up on is it really like, the, the left hand bit. side because I know what you're like with your left and your right that's why I was using my hands um uh, it's, it's called Sorry, dyslexia I found a name for it my inability to tell my left from my right it's rubbish if she's navigating you get told this way and that way. If it's not my problem, you don't know which way I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, it's up on the um, little terrace bit to the left hand side of the Millennium Falcon. And they do a zoom in, then they zoom out and you get the whole of Galaxy's Edge. Do they do anything like that in Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios yet? Not that you researched or found. Galaxy's Edge is in Hollywood Studios. I, I mean, don't know about yeah, but it's its own special little place. It's within the planet, uh, I, far, far away. I don't know whether they do the zooming zooming videos in the other parks, but I, I know of them too because okay. I've had them done. That's something that you can research for a feature episode. Then. Do you like a bit of research? Okay, so our next bit of news is very. It's well, it's not controversial. That's the wrong word. It it but it's uh, emotive. So Splash Mountain in as in its current state, closed on the 23rd of January to make way for the reimagined version of the ride based on The Prince and the Frog, which will be called uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I've ridden Splash Mountain once because I am what can only be described as the world's biggest fairy when it comes to roller coasters and stuff. Wuss. I'm glad I did it. Wuss, yes. <laughs> I'm glad I did it because I've, I've ridden it and I'm glad I've, I've, I've done that. Uh, it's not I, I love the film, which is a controversial thing, but I grew up absolutely loving Song of the South. I've never actually seen the film. Haven't you? Breath I know, breath obviously. Breath. Oh, my God. Yeah. Obviously, I, I know the song. Stories. 
I was, you know, obviously I know the song and I love the Splash Mountain ride, um, especially the crows. The crows were my favourite part. Um, but I've never seen the film. Um, and I mean, obviously we grew up at the same time. And, you know, I remember like the older Disney films of Bedknobs and Broomsticks and One of Our Dinosaurs is Missing and all oh that. Oh God, I love that film. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, there's... A lot, I mean, Whoopi Goldberg has now thrown her hat into the ring with the Song of the South debate, mm-hmm. um, saying that Disney should re-release it to open up conversation. Yeah. Which, you know, I think is a great idea. Um, I think they're, they're detracting away from the whole debate about slavery was a bad thing. But we've got over that now. Don't, even, don't sounds, get me started on this. Which sounds awful, but... I'm I I I am a firm believer of you can't learn from your mistakes unless you know about the mistakes. Yeah, I mean you you can't erase history to suit yourself. No. And you know yes, two hundred three hundred years ago bad things happened, but unless we know about those bad things, we are you know we can't not make that mistake again. Yeah, we really don't want to go down that that route again. And and um, being a five-year-old or six-year-old, as I think I was when I first saw the Song of the South, I didn't know yeah. about slavery. No, I just saw there was a really cool man who happened to be black. I didn't care what colour he was. No, telling some really awesome stories about some really cool animals and singing some fantastic songs. I'm really excited about the fact that they are going to replace it with another story of people with colour in it because yeah the princess and the frog is bloody brilliant i love the princess and the frog and um you know and yeah i think that you know people of colour are underrepresented in the disney grand scheme of things and um you know tiana's story brought people of colour to the forefront you know same way as mulan represented you know um, I mean, my daughter-in-law is half Vietnamese, and she said that you know Mulan was the first Disney princess that looked like her, which you know I think is great that you know it. But I mean, okay, you know you can say it took Disney a long time to get on the bandwagon with it, but you know, and yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I love the South, the Deep South. You know, I love you know New Orleans and the bayou and the jazz and so i'm hoping i mean i I know they're saying the story is going to be set after the film like the story of the ride is going to be set after the film but i'm hoping they keep you know that jazz deep south jazz vibe within oh recent news of peco bills is going to be rethemed as well (laughs) to be something similar to relate oh but Peco Beals has some of the best counter service food in Magic Kingdom so I'm hoping they don't change the food they can change the theme but don't change the food well the thing about Splash Mountain is you know that they're not going to change the ride mechanism because the inside of the ride isn't going to change no they might upgrade and sex it up a bit but the track will stay the same yeah the actual 
base of the ride will stay the same. So it'll just be the theme and that will change. So for everybody that loves a massive log flume, to be scared to the bejesus out of yourself, plummeting 70 feet or whatever it is. You know, I thought I'd ridden it a lot more than I had. Um, when I went back to find like past ride photos and that. There isn't um, one of I, me because you can't see my head because it was in my lap. Sorry, interrupting. I thought I'd ridden it a lot more. Um, but obviously where we used to go out February, oh, excuse me, um, January, February time, it was always the time it was closed for maintenance. Yeah, I think it, it was only open once because we went later in February and it was open again. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I thought I'd win it, but I, I loved it. It had that very quaint, it took, I think it took me back to my childhood of that's what, you know, the films looked like and that's what the animatronics were with us growing up. Mm. So it'll be it's exciting to see what they're going to do, like um, animatronic wise and the, the actual theming of it. So yeah, well, I think the debate will rage on about it, but yeah, 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 yeah. we'll see. So moving on from being controversial. <laughs> <laughs> so in nighttime show fireworks spectacular news. We do love a fireworks show. Um, oh, yeah. Happily Ever After is coming back to the Magic Kingdom and Epcot Forever is returning um, on the 3rd of April. And they've got rid of the barges. They've got rid of the barges. And we the know barges. that uh, <laughs> we know the Epcot Forever is only going to be temporary until they put another permanent show in. But we have no idea when that's going to be. Um, so by the time we go, which is next year. I love 362 days. Um, we'll have a new Epcot nighttime show of which we don't know what it is yet. So, no, I mean, they've been doing the after hours testing for the new, well, for the Epcot show coming back, for Epcot forever yep. coming back. They've been doing the after show, after hours testing on that because the harmonious barges have gone. Yeah. They have vacated the area. There's um, news that they might end up somewhere else, like on the River of Light or something like that, rumours, but we don't know. Because didn't they come from there in the first place? Weren't they were the ones that come from Animal Kingdom, wasn't it? Did yeah, from the River from of Light. From yeah, the from the Light Show. From... Yeah. yeah. No news on that. Yeah, because Animal Kingdom stopped doing their yeah. show. Yeah, so there's no getting that back yet either, is there? That I've seen. And Kite Towers is now finished. Yeah. So. so no current nighttime show at the Animal Kingdom or news of when we're getting no, one back. No, no. I'm sure no, it'd be no. imminent. They can't, they won't not have anything there. They've got to bring something back there, haven't they? Yeah, we'd like to think so. I mean, the best part of Kite Towers was watching the kites crash into <laughs> I think that's why they got rid of it because it was a bit of an epic failure, wasn't it? It looked great, but everyone was just going to watch the kites crash into the seats at the end. I mean, it did look good, and but yeah, it was um, people just going to watch kites crash at the end, which was the best part. <laughs> so, what's next? Exciting ride news! It has been announced that the Tron Light Cycle roller coaster will open on april the 4th i can't wait for this i can i will be holding the bag 
<laughs> I, I need to wait break. for the point point of view videos to see whether I am man enough to ride it because as I kind of did. You sat down on a bike. It doesn't matter if I'm sat down on it. If it goes like the clappers and goes up and down too much, I will spew. And nobody <laughs> wants to see me spewing on one of those beautiful light cycles. I love Tron. I love the first Tron. I loved the second Tron film. It's I, I one think of my favourite films. I think it is good that they're bringing in rides for our age group um, to bring back our childhoods. Yeah. Um, but well, the one in... <laughs> Is it in Shanghai, Disney? Where yes. it's currently. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that yeah. just looks the dog's what's it? I'm not going to swear. Um, <laughs> the dog's anglers. Yeah. I mean, and I, as much as I want to be brave enough to ride it, I will have to wait for the videos to come out. I mean, it is the first Disney ride where um, lockers are compulsory. That's telling me instantly that I'm not going to be able to go on it. <laughs> it is the first ride where Disney are going to have lockers available um, and they are compulsory. You don't get a choice to use them. Um, I think someone said they will be free because they are compulsory. And they are universal for Harry Potter. Yeah, and they are double sided lockers like on Velocicoaster. So you, as you like go into the queue, you put it in. You get you scan. I know at Universal you scan your park ticket and your locker door opens. You put your locker, put your bag in the locker. She's and gesticulating then, again for people that are on Spotify. And then as you come out on the exit, the other side of your locker is there. So you just open your locker and grab. And don't forget, you have to make a note of the number of the locker that you put your stuff in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which with Menno brain doesn't really work. And then, although it seems like we've been talking forever about Disney news, uh, finally, uh, <laughs> we're on to character meets and character dining, of which there is a ton of news. I am um, so glad the characters are back. Can you just look in and give the dog a, a look? Um, <laughs> so I've put in, in quotes in the notes that they are returning to normal pre-pandemic experiences which is kind of ish true um so you'll see as we talk about characters there's a bit of a theme running through here uh, the fact that the photo pass photographers are not back at the meet and greets yet they did start that pre-pandemic that they bought in these um automatic. automated photo spots where you looked at a box um they did they were starting to bring that in um i think they brought it in with tinkerbell at one stage before the pandemic i know mm. they brought it in a couple of places where you didn't have a photo you just looked at a box and that took your photo um but there's no warning there's no countdown there's no it's not like a, um if you've done a photo booth over here it's like you look at the screen and you get like a three two one countdown a bit like um in the Passport photo boost sort of thing. She gives you a stipulating against people on Spotify. It's me trying to think. <laughs> um, <laughs> I use my hands yeah. to talk and I use my hands to think. Um, so, yeah, um, and I, but I know they were starting to bring them in. Um, mm. And it seems they've brought them back. 
yeah does it take a, like a random you know a photo class photographers takes lots of different pictures of you meeting and then posing I'm assuming no, no. it doesn't so it just takes no. like one or two pictures yeah but, yeah it um your eyes are shut or something exactly yeah you know you're not going to get the um authentic the photo class photography experience <laughs> yeah well it's mean it's like if when um when we were where when i went over in november 2019 and ben proposed at the jack and sally meet at the um christmas party mm-hmm. we have so many photos i think just of where he actually propo- where he proposed and he was down on one knee and my reaction to that and then Jack and Sally's reaction to it all um I think we came out with about 60 odd photos just from that yeah. like me you're not going to get that from a little box so. you won't you, you no you're not you, you know you're not going to get that um and I mean especially if you've got little ones their interaction with the characters is like you know sometimes it's just amazing oh I've got um, hundreds of pictures of Emily when she was small meeting different characters and mm. Yeah, you know, and it's the bits when they're not posing for a photo. Are yeah, sometimes, sometimes the best ones, aren't they? Yeah, they're the best ones and they're the most special. You know, it's so, yeah, I think. I don't know whether it's a Disney cost saving exercise that they're trying to sneak back in, um, because obviously if you've got a box, you haven't got the pay of photo pass photographer. Um I'm I'm hoping staffing levels increase again, which would be nice because they're still, um, although the reports are coming in that, you know, staffing levels are increasing, um, I think it really needs to be brought back to. So fingers crossed for staffing levels to increase um, and don't make these boxes everywhere. I mean, as cute as the aerial one sounds to be, that you look at a diving helmet, which I think is great. Um, I still think you, you you can't replace a photographer with right. a camera. Right. So <laughs> let's run down but, the bajillion. Go on. Right. Also regarding aerial, in a way, um, the aerial show in Hollywood Studios. Oh, Yep. The little voyage, is it Voyage of the Little Mermaid? Voyage of the Little Mermaid, yeah, the, the singing plus animatronic plus puppet. Plus lasers and all that. That yeah. is permanently closed. That is permanently There's closed. no news about what they're going to replace it with. No, apparently the building has a mould problem. Oh. Where it was closed for so long over because of the pandemic. Yeah. Apparently now it has a serious mould problem. So uh, that may take a while to either, although they've, all they've said it's permanently closed due to a mould problem, um, so we don't know what they're going to be doing with that yet. But hopefully that'll right. be soon. Okay, so now we'll continue. With now. The and now so it's <laughs> quite a lot. So first up, Pete City Sideshow is back open in the circus tent in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Again, we said there's no fast photographers, automated camera, but it has been said that cast members will still continue to take a photo of you if you so desire with your phone or camera. That's good. 
um, as Sam alluded to, Aerial Grotto is now back open again with a diving helmet automatic automatic photo. Um, um, also, Enchanted Tales with Belle, which I've never done, will open in, on, on February the 19th. Um, I've never done that either. No, it's meant for little kids, which is probably why, because, you know. Yeah, but mentally with it. Yeah, okay, good point. Um, <laughs> there's no news on whether there will be a photo pass person in there because it's obviously a group thing. So it'll be very difficult to use an auto magic box to take photos when you're in yeah, a group. They used to have a photographer in there because obviously people get, it's very um, well, interactive with the crowd. Yeah. yeah, but then people get called out from the crowd to be parts of the story. So yeah. So hopefully, um, at some point, they'll say that they'll have a photographer back. But we'll see. Um, we're on to food news now, which will please Sam, because we do love a bit of food news. <laughs> um, 28th of Feb, princesses will be coming back to the castle for royal dining at Cinderella's table. So they include the usual bunch of Cinderella, Ariel, Aurora, Jasmine, Snow White, and... Um, on the Disney sites, there's various other rotating princesses. So whether that means princesses going round and round in circles, or we'll get <laughs> random princesses as and when, which I'm assuming I know you used, anyone. I know at breakfast you used to get the fairy godmother popping yeah. occasionally. Yeah, but there's lots of different Disney princesses we've got now. We've got we've not even going to list them: Rapunzel, Mulan, and Diana, and Elsa. And Elsa, yeah, and all those other bloody Elsa, not a fan of Frozen. You'll probably realise this as we run through different versions of the podcast. I am all frozen out. <laughs> Don't even get me started when the Frozen bit comes on in the bloody fireworks at Paris. I get quite grumpy. Not um, even Viking-themed Frozen Let It Go can get Sharon excited. No. <laughs> um, Chef, Chef Minnie, no, Chef Mickey's Dining is back at the Contemporary on the 1st of March. Now, this was the equivalent of uh, Cafe, Cafe Mickey. Mickey Paris, which was amazing, which is now closed. No Gone. idea what it's Gone. It's, be, it's been demolished. Yeah. To be replaced with something God knows what. Yes. Yeah, when they decide um, to rebuild the village. Yeah, it's always had mixed reviews, hasn't it? It's either people have either said it's absolutely amazing or don't waste your money. So... I didn't like Jury, it. Yeah, you didn't like it. Jury's out, but it's got Mickey, Goofy, another, you know, favourite Disney it's, it's the only place where you can see the top five. Like, you can see Mickey, Minnie, Pluto, Goofy, and Donald. Um, so you meet the Fab Five, and it's the only place you can meet them all in one place. Yeah. Which, if you've got little kids, is amazing. amazing. And I think that's... For families who've got small children, it gets the Fab Five out the way in one hit. Um, it is very loud. It's, it's breakfast only, isn't it, as well? Um, I'm not sure. I, think, I know the characters used to be there all day. Yeah, so I don't know whether I'm, they've just brought them back for breakfast. I'm pretty sure on what I read, it's just for breakfast at the moment. Yeah, I mean, we went for brunch. So we went about half past 10 I think we had like one of the last sittings mm. uh, it's buffet style which is great because you know you can try everything and for picky eaters it's yep. brilliant because they can pick what they want 
it is on the second floor, third floor. It's like monorail level of the contemporary. It's very open, as, as anyone who knows the contemporary resort knows that inside it's all open. There's no roof to it. Um, it's 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 a for me, it was a one and done. You know, it was great to experience. It was great to meet the Fab Five. It was great to sit with the monorail going over your head as you're eating. Um, I love the monorail. <laughs> monorail. <laughs> um, yeah, and but for me, it was one and done. It was very loud, very um, reminded me of a school canteen. That level of oh, loud. Yeah, that was. I remember that's what you said. I don't like a loud breakfast. No, <laughs> I like to sit there with me coffee and me food and. I mean, I love I love character breakfasts. I've done them all over Walt Disney World. Mm. You know, I've done Plaza Gardens with Winnie the Pooh and friends. I've done Cinderella's Royal Table, um, Ohana's for breakfast, which is one of my favourites. Yep, definitely. <gasps> all I have to say is pineapple bread. And stitch waffles. And stitch waffles. Um, I did 1900 Park Fair for breakfast. That's, that's one that still hasn't been brought Meridian? back to yeah yeah that's the Grand Floridian one uh that's the Mary Pop that was the Mary Poppins breakfast um and done Akashus for breakfast as well yep um which was a princess breakfast and a great way to get into Epcot early super early yeah super early. um so yeah you know I've, I've done a lot of the breakfasts in Walt Disney World and all I can say about you know, cafe chef Mickey's not cafe Mickey's. Chef Mickey's was it was a one and done for me. You haven't done Cape May Cafe for breakfast, though. I haven't. No, no. Cape May Cafe was um one that in the beach was park. always booked and then cancelled because by the end of the I always used to book it for the last morning and never. That's, like, that's traditionally my last morning breakfast when I stay at Disney. Yeah. And obviously you got Topolinos now as well for breakfast, which um gets that seems to be the most wanted breakfast at the moment it's Topolino's which is at the it's in the Grand Destino Tower which is at what resort is it um it's at the new resort but I can't think of the name of the resort but it's in the Grand Destino Tower um and yeah that seems and that's Mickey Donald Minnie that in their um artists outfit because it's based on south france with waltz trips to is spain in, um, oh, riviera it's it's at the grand riviera resort that's the one well done. You've got there in the end. <laughs> i've got there in the end but yeah so that that seems to be the most wanted character breakfast at the moment is topolino's um and chef mickey's isn't cheap for breakfast it's 60 bucks for an adult and 36 yeah. for a child so you can best get your money's worth by stuffing your face when you go yeah I mean it's, it's nice because <laughs> it is I mean it if you're doing a breakfast before going into the park then it's nice because you yeah. can walk from the contemporary to the magic kingdom it's about a 10 minute walk uh, we did it in 2019 um so yeah, it's nice that you can just walk. It's nice the fact that you can have a character breakfast before you go into the park, <coughs> or if you've not got um, a park ticket and you want a character breakfast, it's nice that you can go there. I just feel there are better character breakfasts. 
Right, so last up on the food and character meat and Disney news this month, it seems like we've been talking about Disney news forever, um, <laughs> is Mini Springtime Dine is kicking off at Hollywood and Vine in Hollywood Studios from the 16th of March, which will replace the Hollywood themed mini dining that's there currently. Um, it's springtime, so it's it's themed around the springtime picnic. And you'll see Mickey, Minnie, Goofy and Pluto dressed up in their perfect picnic outfits. I did the Hollywood dining one um, many years back. I think it might have been 2016. That is many years back now. It's many years back. Um, it was the trip of the gammy toe and having to buy Crocs, that trip. But 2016. That's 2016. the last time we went together. Yeah, yeah, it, it was that trip. And um yeah, I mean it's great. Um again, buffet. It's in the Hollywood and Vine. Um which is by the lake restaurant, isn't it? Yeah, it's by the lake. It's next door to fifty prime time dine fifty prime time diner. It's next door to that. Uh, a little tip. Now I I don't know whether I was lucky with this or whether they do it every night. Uh, obviously, normally you go in, you get a photo taken with one character. They've got a very big like backdrop. When you go in, you get in a photo with one character, then the other characters would come around to your table. Because I was there for the last sitting, by the end of the meal, all the ca- all the characters were in front of that backdrop. So on my way out, I got a photo with all the characters as well. So I don't know whether that's that might be a little tip. So if you you know, if you don't mind eating later, if you get that we last. We normally do. <laughs> Mainly because we've eaten such a big breakfast, we can't face food till the evening. No. No. Plus, we're normally snacking around the parks. And we do like to eke out every available amount of park time. Like, we'll go when they're literally kicking us out. Yeah, they had to have to do that a few times. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean, and obviously because we do normally go January, February time, parks are open normally till seven, eight o'clock. So they're not mega late. Yeah. Um, and it tends to be quieter at that time of year when we go anyway, because it's too cold yeah. for people who live in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Poor and the kids, it, the kids are at school. It's before spring break. You know, every, the UK is back at school. The Europeans are back at school. It's just mainly for us saddos that want to have a holiday. The adults who love Disney is yeah. <laughs> the diehard supporters. It's not it's not overly expensive either. It, it says on the on the site that lunch and dinner pricing starts from fifty five pound for an adult and thirty six pound for a kid. So mm. it's actually cheaper than breakfast at the contemporary, um, and the food yeah. is probably amazing because it tends. It to be. was very good. I mean, I I love a Disney buffet anyway. Um, yes. I will be found, obviously, raid, normally raiding the kids section if there's corn dog nuggets on there as well. Uh, thing I've got a thing for corn dog nuggets and tater tots. It's just um, so yeah. Uh, and it said again, buffets are really good if you've got picky eaters in the family, or yeah. you know, like most kids that only eat beige food. Um, yeah, or yellow food. Nuggets, nuggets, chips. Pizza. <laughs> yeah, a bit of sweet corn if you're lucky. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, I I, I do love a buffet. Um, so yeah, I mean, I know they're um, uh, Nate from Page and Mr Morrow. He's been doing a lot of when they bought the buffets back. So they've only recently, I think it was only November time, they actually bought the buffets yeah. back um, in Hollywood Studios, and uh, he done the first buffet. And yeah, the food looks amazing on the buffets. So I definitely recommend the buffets for people. If you if you want to do a character meal, do a buffet. I definitely make it a buffet. Yeah. Yep. Right, we're done with Disney news. There was an awful lot of it. An no, we haven't. We missed something out. Oh, oh. We missed out. And his backyard barbecue, or is that under food? Oh no, we're not. Although we've talked about food a lot, we're saving all the food. <gasps> we're saving. We're saving the food for the later in in the month. In other words, a couple of weeks when we do our episode about food. But carry on about Andy's backyard barbecue because the pictures did look bloody good. Uh, I yeah, made my mouth water and I needed to have some indigestion tablets because just thinking about it gave me indigestion. And I tend to send her these links to food videos at about 11 o'clock at night. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm giving her like um, indigestion just, just for bedtime. Yeah. Yet uh, the new um, restaurant in Disney Hollywood Studios, which we saw construction photos of over the last few months is now been announced it will be opening and that's Andy's Backyard Barbecue it's at the back of Toy Story Land and they released the menus and it's going to be a sit down to a table service but served family style which is which is like Ohana's um, just keep bringing plates and plates of it to your table until you say and stop. it is and it is a um basically barbecue so it's lots of meat um there is i think it was brisket a sausage chicken ribs um along with a selection of sides that included two salads which i was impressed about um, but you do get a lot of vegetarian options for people that don't there eat was a lot of vegetarian options as well um there was a vegetarian sausage yeah vegetarian chicken i want to say and i think it was halloumi as well yeah yeah so i know there's um but you get, you get uh, starters main sides and dessert all served family style and um the desserts all little like tiny not tiny but you know individual cupcakes and cheesecakes so and don't feel bad about eating six because they're only small <laughs> it's when you have to have one of each just to like try them sam is a big dessert eater i'm i, I would rather eat meat and food all day we tend to if there's any spare desserts going <laughs> sam will have the desserts and i'll have the things that she doesn't like off the main menu like cool fish fish <laughs> Yeah. Nothing goes to waste, does it? No, <laughs> between the two of us, we can clear an entire buffet. We're good. Um, <laughs> but that's how you get honest, honest food reviews here, because I'll eat everything sweet. Sharon eats everything savoury. And if it's fish, Sharon eats it. Yeah, or, or meat on a bone. Oh, yeah, don't. She's got a very weird thing about she can't eat. She can eat chicken off the bone. Can't eat chicken yeah. on the bone. Can eat yeah. ribs if they're not on the bone. If the rib meat yeah. is loose, she can eat it. If yeah. it's on a bone, she can't eat it. 
this is why this is how I got excited about in Hooters with the boneless wings. Yeah. <laughs> so are we done with we're done with food news now? Yes, yes, yes. Done with food news. Now. Okay. So now I'm sorry, Disney news is finished. And we're moving on to universal news. Which there's also quite a lot, not quite as much as Disney news, but there is quite a lot because there's an awful lot of stuff going down at Universal Orlando at the moment. Universal building like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, we'll get onto that shortly. So what's new in Universal? Well, it's not technically new, but the escape room on City Walk's now open, which has got two experiences based on Jurassic World and Back to the Future. Looks amazing. Is not included in the theme park admission. So if you want to go... You have to pay, which is crazy. I love, you I love an escape ticket. room. I do oh, love an escape room. It's $50 each to go. Mm. I and think if you're doing an adults teams. or older teens holiday, um, it. it would be worth it. Um, or even as a, you know, first night, last night, rest day activity. Yeah. Yeah, I think it would be good. Um, said I do love an escape room. I've done a few over here. Um, All the reviews that we've read have been like so positive about how much fun it is. It's it's difficult without being like so taxing that you just want to smash your head against the wall. So it's yeah, it's a fully immersive experience as you would expect. I mean, I was waiting for one of them to do an escape room because there are three or four on International Drive. Mm. Uh, three or four different escape rooms on International Drive itself. So I was waiting for one of the parks to do their own. But yeah. So and it stays um, open quite late as well. I think it stays open almost as late as City Walk does. So if you're wanting to do something on the park shuts on an early, if you're there on an off peak time, sort of like. Um, like us, the where they close at eight. Yeah. yeah. When they close, when they close at eight, and City Walk's still open till midnight or or one o'clock in the morning, then you can just pop off and do the uh do the escape. Yeah. Room. So I don't know whether just it's something we'll do when we go, but it's definitely be on the to do list at some point. Yeah, yeah, it might definitely. be a, a, a a lazy day like we ever have. But yeah, um, yeah, it's it's lazy what? days. Which one of them? Oh, I'm having a dog incident again. Yeah, so escape room's done. So next up on the old Universal News, I'm looking at my tablet here with the vast plethora of news on it, if you're wondering why my head's twisting for those on on the video, um, is Villain Con Minion Blast. That's a name to get your lips around. He's opening in in the summer where Shrek 4D used to be. So basically opposite the Minion Ride. Now, now yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I was trying to work out where I was. Yeah, in the grand as, as you enter into Universal, as yeah. you walk down. That's, that's, uh, I've got to rename that road. It's got to be like, they are renaming that road. It's going to be called Illumination Avenue. <laughs> uh, so, no. Illumination <laughs> Avenue will include, according to you, the Universal press release that I wrote, uh, surprises inspired by popular characters from Illumination's blockbuster franchises. 
so there's also a minion cafe opening where the monsters cafe where yeah and they're actually expanding it they've put a, yeah um putting a lot of steel work so they are expanding that so so it looks like the first road you walk down when you enter um the universal park will be minion based and other characters around that franchise so mm. I expect lots of meet and greets. The penguins from Madagascar used to meet out there. Um, oh, the um, hippo from Madagascar's been out. Gloria. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you know because I don't. Yeah, there's um, been a lot of. There never used to be that many sort of characters out at Universal, but they seem to be out. There's been a lot of Kung Fu Panda characters out as well. I've seen. Yeah, and Shrek is still meeting. They've yeah, just Shrek moved and him. Still Shrek and yeah. Donkey are still meeting. They've just moved him. Yep. So there looks to be like a lot of construction and a lot of work going on as you enter the park. So an, a mm. minion blast is supposed to be opening this year, summer. Yes, yeah, summer this year. Yeah. So I'd uh, say by August. Yes, by so definitely by the time we go, it'll be. Open, yes. Which is good because yeah. I love the minion ride. Being the world's biggest wuss and not being able to do a lot of roller coasters, um, I love things like that. <laughs> I'm now having to watch point of view videos for every bloody ride there is in Universal to see which ones I can ride and which ones I can't. <laughs> but never mind. Uh, so the kids zone, the Woody Woodpecker kids zone has closed. That closed on the 16th of January um, uh, to make way for new additions. No news on what it's going to be, but the rumour mill says... It's going to be DreamWorks characters. Yeah, um, right on the construction walls around it, they've got um, obviously they've got images of characters, and Trolls is fe featuring heavily. Oh. So Trolls, um, I said other DreamWorks characters, but I know everyone got excited about Trolls. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's that's coming down very fast. So I read an article today uh, from the guys at Orlando Park Stop uh, that Universal have filed a patent for, and this is a bit of a mouthful, so apologies if I cock it up, digital character interacting with customer in the physical realm. That is what the, that is what the patent is described. Um, and it's... Um, and the description says it's for controlling the performance on a digital character depicted on a display device by a human operator, an artificial intelligence game engine, or a combination thereof. So basically, it's going to be very similar to what? Crush's Turtle Talk and the Stitch digital meet and greet that they have at Disney. So there'll be a interactive animated character. Right. Being... Interactive with a real person, so I love Crush's talk. You get some really good. And I've been Stitch's girlfriend before now, so I was very happy because I love Stitch. There is um, a you. I think it's a YouTube video, or I'm at, is it a YouTube or sort of in the reels of a little kid asking Crush. Um, it just tickled me. If a turtle loses its shell, is it naked or homeless? <laughs> brilliant that question will now keep you awake at night <laughs> yeah uh the the massive rumor around this 
um, particular piece of patent is that some of this area is going to be replaced with some Kung Fu Panda stuff. Because there's also a lot yeah. of Kung Fu Panda characters out meeting and greeting. And, there is. And the artwork on the wall is for Kung Fu Panda. As well, yes. Yeah, so we'll see. But the whole kid zone is having a massive reverb. Verb, reverb, mm. refurb. Which yeah, I mean, I, th I think fair, within a week, needs... within a week of taking it down, of the construction of it closing, the construction walls going up. Um, I mean, they were taking stuff down before it even closed. Yeah. Um, it, it was, was... a very unloved, underutilized part of the park, I think. Yeah, I mean, it only had one. It had the Woody Woodpecker coaster. Yeah, in it. and a couple of other little bits. And then it had like the splash pad, hmm. and the bulb park. Bit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see. You know, I think with the technology that we've seen in Super Nintendo Land in Hollywood, mm. the technology there, it'll be interesting to see what they're going to be doing in Orlando. Oh, that blends along nicely to the news of our Epic Universe. You so thought we you, that. Oh, for those of you that don't know. Um, uh, Universal are building a third park in Orlando. A, well, a third full theme park. Obviously, Volcano Bay counts as a counts as a park, a water park. But um, Epic Universe, as it's lovingly dubbed, is coming along nicely. There are some amazing videos and photos. If you don't already follow Bio Reconstruct on Twitter, you need to go and follow them immediately. Um, they do all the aerial photos and all the aerial videos of all the theme parks and surrounding exciting things in Florida. And they have got some amazing footage of the construction that's going on at um, Epic Universe. Um, there's, a, there's four themes in the land. It's all rumours at the moment. We know for a fact that one of them is going to be Super Nintendo Land. Uh, yeah. One is supposed to be based around the Monsters uh, Universe. Um, classic monsters, so hello Ben, Frankenstein. Um, <laughs> where did I get to? Oh, classic monsters like classic Frankenstein, monsters. Dra Dracula, <laughs> where Wolfman, you know, all the all the usual old school classic monster type of people. Uh, one's going to be themed around How to Train Your Dragon, and the other one is allegedly going to be another Wizarding World section, potentially. The Ministry of Magic with a, another amazing ride that Universal have done with Harry Potter over the last few years. Um, and that's I'll post it in the oh, yeah. I'll post it in the show notes um, and on our blog. But there is some great bio reconstruct videos um, of the of the park being built. There's a brilliant blog from the theme park tourists. Um, which references some video footage. And on the Orlando Park stop, there's an Everything We Know About Epic Universe series of blog posts, which they do, I don't know, every couple of weeks with a roundup of all the construction that's happened since the last time they made one. And it is rattling along nicely. I think it's supposed it to be 2025. Is it 2025? Yeah, they've said 2025, yeah. But it's just, it's, it's going to be out of this world. Um, I mean, I mean um, it, your jury's I'm not, out with you. You're a bit. You're not convinced. Yeah, jury's out with me. Um, so I'm not a big gamer. Uh, never have been. But I can. I mean, if they do do the third Harry Potter zone, 
then I'm I'm there for that. That will be. And I'm all over the, the How to Train Your Dragon bit. That looks amazing. And the classic monsters. Although I hate horror films, I do oh, not. Oh, it's not going to be like that. Um, I don't do that. But classic monsters like that, yeah, I can do. Um, so yeah, classic monsters and the um, Harry Potter zone would be my draw to get me there. Um, Super Nintendo World, not so much. Take it or leave it. Um, I, I am going to lose my geek badge, aren't I? Uh, you should just hand it in now. Jeez. <laughs> my geek badge, I've lost it. Uh, but yeah, I'm building three, four, three, Universal are building three hotels to go with this park. One inside the park. Yeah. At the end of the, the hub. The hub's based on a well. There's also there's loads and loads of different water features, and there's going to be different rides. There's going to be a ride outside the lands, like a roller coaster that runs in the hub. There's going to be a ride in the hub. Loads of different restaurants inside and outside each of the zones. But there's also going to be two going to be like a second city walk. Not to the extent, but there's going to be lots of stuff to do. So there's going to be lots of places to sit down and eat nice uh places to drink yeah um lots of kiosks it's, i think it's going to be the kind of place that you'll go there you could spend all day there spend the evening just sitting out on the watching it there's going to be fireworks and a water show yeah so the 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 hub water feature is going to be like the bellagio fountain that squirts up and then they do projections on it like they do with the disney water features so it looks like there's oh. going to be a nighttime show in front of the hotel yeah, along with the fountain and fireworks. So, oh, it, it, yeah, it looks like it, it does look like it's going to be an awesome third gate. They really are pushing mm. the boat out from the videos yeah. that I've seen over the last. Not that I've been stalking the Epic Universe videos, but I've been stalking the Epic Universe videos. The one I watched this morning about how the roller coasters are coming along. It's going to be like coaster mad. Each land's going to have a coaster or some kind of big ride in it. Um, That's good. The How to Train Your Dragon one is going to be family friendly, which means I can ride it. <sighs> and the the Harry Potter Ministry of Magic ride, I am imagining, is going to be along the lines of the other two Harry Potter rides, which will be sort of immersed. Yeah, I mean, the, the projections throwing you around kind of stuff. <laughs> I can do that. These are the Ministry of Magic. You actually enter through a fireplace. Or a phone box, so I can imagine. Or, that yeah, could... but, yeah, so it works on the flu network. Yeah, so I'd imagine that, the yeah, it's just going to, the entrance and the the queues are going to be epic, hence the epic universe. But yeah, there's lots of, there's lots of news, there's lots of really good sites that you can go and look and see. Um, an Orlando park stop are really good because they go and browse the patents they're like patent stalkers they see every every week what new patents have been put in what new contractors have been bought in so they know what kind of rides are coming along um, and they do an update every week on it so we'll post some uh, we'll post the videos and the links in the in the show notes and on the blog so you can go off and have a read but there is yeah epic universe is going to be epic cool uh and now on to sam's favorite subject and probably mine. Universal Mardi Gras food and merchandise information dropped this week. Beads! Beads! 
we're going to be bringing back an awful lot of beads, aren't we, when we go to Mardi Gras? There'll be no throwing them in the tree for us. We'll be bringing them all home. Um, so there's a really great video from Universal Parks News today um, giving you a rundown of the merch, which we'll post the link for. And some of it really does look good. I saw this video at one o'clock in the morning. Um, yeah, and, and then I you sent it to me. Then I sent it to you. <laughs> and my shopping list grew tenfold and uh, budget wise had to be um like readjusted for the shopping yeah and this is this year's we've got this isn't even the year we're bloody going and you're already no. creating the shopping list <laughs> not another year yet yeah but so, i mean a mardi gras spirit jersey it's only got a little picture of a crocodile on it it's a mardi gras spirit jersey i quite like the look of the t-shirts that have got um, if you watch the video, you'll see the there's some T-shirts that are literally split in half and they've got one half of the image is in colour and the other half of the image is in black and white. And they just I really, like really cool. the um, skull, skull with the top hat. Yes. Yeah. The um, Did you see like the t uh, vest top with skull with the top hat on, like very voodoo-y tattoo design? Yes. Yes. I like them. I like them ones. <laughs> there was all sorts of stuff, isn't there? There's souvenir mugs. There's a there's the cup holder. There's lanyards. There's there's magnets. There's badges. Handbags. Pins. Yeah. There's t-shirts. Um, jumpers, hoodies. Pretty much anything you could. Shot glasses. Yeah, I think anything they could design for Mardi Gras, they've designed they've it. Done it. Um, which is and yeah, I mean there was lots of beads as well with bead necklaces oh yeah yeah it was bead, bead earrings bracelets. yep bead bracelets so yeah um yeah it was exciting to see because obviously every year there's a new design for their mardi gras so it was interesting to see this year's because is it themed on mythical animals because there was a unicorn there was a there was a alicorn i don't know anyway there's anyway there's a yeah, there's unicorns, there's dragons, there's the gator, obviously. There's obviously some other, yeah, there's lots of, yeah, maybe mythical animals-ish. Yeah, so it'd be interesting, because obviously the design then transfers onto the floats. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see the floats this year. Yeah, looking forward to that. When are we getting a video of that? When's opening day? Is it this weekend? Saturday, tomorrow. Oh, excellent. So by Sunday morning, we'll have Mr. Morrow's Mardi Gras food video, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Because he's very good at those. Um, and plus all the other usual suspects will drop us food videos. So we'll have plenty of food. Yeah, so yeah, I will be stalking. Anyway. I will be stalking it for, like Sunday morning. Um yeah. so the I food know... also looks good from what we've seen. Yes. Yeah, it's a little bit different this year. Um, because they're doing World of Carnival or Carnival. Um, so they've actually got food booths from around the world not only from new orleans and deep south um so we have belgium spain italy germany uh, <coughs> germany surprisingly um, enough has got a chicken schnitzel rather than a pork one like what they do in yeah. germany but you know but the arancini the arancini flight arancini flight from italy has attracted my attention do you like arancini um but of course, you've got your like Mardi Gras staples of king cake, beignets, um, 
the potato stick. Oil. Twisted taters. <laughs> yeah. If anyone has done Universal Halloween Horror Nights or now any, because they started at Horror Nights, um, but now there's like a staple um, Universal Festival food is the Twisted Taters. And they put different Basically flavours on it. Spiralled onto a stick and deep fried. Yeah. With the uh, dusting of your choice. Yes. Yes. Which can be anything from cheesy garlic to... What's that ridiculous spicy ghost one? Pepper. Yeah, the ghost yeah. pepper. Yeah, you can keep that well away from me. Thank you very much. Yeah. But, and of course, and, there's an amazing amount of booze on offer, like the Hurricane cocktail or the Force. What's it called? Is it? Uh, category five. Yeah, category five Hurricane cocktail, which is basically a bottle of rum and other assorted things in a glass. A bit of rum and oh, rum and some fruit juice. Yeah. A bit of bit. rum. Watch the videos of people drinking, drinking it. You know, especially if they haven't stirred it and then they hit the hit it with a straw. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, a, just got some non-alcoholic beverages for people like me that don't drink booze anymore, haven't they? There is. There is some mocktails that look really nice. Um, but yeah, I mean the food. I'm quite excited for. It's uh, really. They, they seem. <laughs> You'd never have guessed, would you? But yeah, they, they, they are um, they are upping their game on the food levels, um, yeah. especially as this year. Not only have you got food booths in Universal Studios Park, they now this year they have expanded to put some into Islands of Adventure, so you can get your beignets and your king cake and. You're like Mardi Gras staples, you'll be able to get an island into not island, yeah, Islands Adventure as well. Plus, they put a few booths out in Seawalk. Yeah. So, oh, 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 plus in City Walk, is it the Red Dead Bar? Goes gets a Mardi Gras theme overlay, where it's oh, going to be nice. called will be called the Cursed Coconut. Very nice. And that will be themed and they will have speciality drinks and food in there as well. Excellent. So there'll be lots of food related news on our next episode, which is basically all about food. Whether it be character dining, (laughs) dining at the park, dining out the park, dining at a festival, just basically food. All sorts of food. Well, I mean, this over the next two weeks, I mean, obviously Epcot's, Festival, Festival of, the of the Arts or Farts as it's or known farts. which makes me crack up every time I see someone talking about farts <laughs> I mean obviously that ha- that is coming up for the end now that's only got another two weeks left so their food booths for Festival of the Arts and I think they just announced the food booths for Flower and Garden, Garden. which is their next festival you've got obviously the Mardi Gras booths food at Universal. Universal, thank you very much. Um, you got the Mardi Gras Go on, I was <laughs> going to say, and this leads us segueing onto our SeaWorld, which starts yep. very shortly with their food festival. With their food, I mean, Bush Gardens food, which has been, I've, I've seen videos of Bush Gardens food, and that looks really good actually as well. So I'm quite impressed with Bush Gardens, their food. Because they, 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 they are. Along with SeaWorld, Bush Gardens seems to be like the Forgotten Parks in Orlando. But but yeah, um, 
but yeah and then sea world starts there um food festival there's seven seas food festival yeah which hopefully we'll catch when we well we will catch when we go on, we will on our little break yeah. next year uh, it runs from this year from the third of feb to may the 7th so it runs for a long time and yeah they also throw in mardi gras celebrations in at the same time don't they over the next few weeks yeah they've their mardi gras starts the 16th of feb to april so that they start their mardi gras celebrations a little bit later but their mardi gras celebrations are live music the parade um and their food is already out with their with the 70s, 70s festival uh, and there's a lot yes there's a lot a lot <laughs> yeah it does look really good yeah when I first saw when they released their food and I looked at it initially it was very much it's all seafood and all alcohol that was my initial reaction to it um but when you actually looked deeper at the menus there's actually a lot in there that isn't seafood um because I don't do seafood um but there's a lot in there that isn't and and then I then I found the cocktails in the Capri Sun pouches and got very excited. Yeah. And had to share it with you again at stupid o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And bearing in mind that I don't drink anymore, um, or very, I drink very rarely now. I've turned into a completely lightweight as I've got older. Um, if I have a cocktail, it's going to have to be one that's going to last and I can sip gently so I don't get absolutely <laughs> smashed on, <laughs> on two sips of it. We can put it on a lanyard. You can just carry it around with you. Oh, my life. Yeah. So when... when Stand by I'll, for that when, photo next year. <laughs> we'll talk more about food, obviously, in our next episode, but we are planning on doing... Because I don't do coasters and SeaWorld is predominantly coasters now. Obviously, there's still a lot of animal conservation um, stuff that goes on at SeaWorld, which is another controversial topic, which we won't even entertain the idea of going into now. Yeah, let's but, not do um, the SeaWorld. When we're at SeaWorld, generally, I've gone and watched the shows, gone and played with the sharks, because I am a bit of a shark fan. Um and just generally awed at the animals and the awesome scenery. Um, whereas people that I know tend to go with uh, ride the roller coasters and I hold their bags. So I'm really excited about the fact that there is a ridiculous amount of food that we can peruse. Um, yeah, and I mean, I mean the, um, the the live music as well looks really good. That's yep. like dotted around. It's not just on a main stage. It is dotted around at SeaWorld. So, so yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I, mean, I love SeaWorld and it does get a lot of flack. Um, whether that's justified or not, I think is personal opinion. Yeah. Um, but they do do a lot of good. And yeah, you know, their, their, their attitude towards the park has changed drastically over the past few years. We won't go into too much detail, but they've changed their whole, they don't do shows like they used to. It's more about conservation and how animals behave in the wild and what they do to protect that now yeah so, uh, yeah and yeah i mean you can get into the animal debate with zoos yeah not only sea world but i mean you can do it with zoos and 
you know, kingdom, anywhere. The animal kingdom. Yeah, even, yeah, so... So, you know, it's it's a controversial subject. I just like Marmite, you either love it or hate it, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and I mean, I, I am excited for the coasters because it's been quite a few years since I did SeaWorld. So, oh, there's been loads opened up since you. It's been loads built. Got May- so, yeah. Mako, which has been open for what feels like forever now. Wouldn't catch me on that. Yeah. Which is was the world's fastest roller coaster, but I think has been beaten. They've got another new one open. Can't remember it was some ice thing. Can't remember what it's called. I think it's eleven years since I've been there. I think it's eleven years since I've been there. Will be when when we go. I think there'll be six roller coasters. The newest of which mm-hmm. is the Pipeline one, which is opening in the well. I say the spring, but when do Americans class spring? We'd class so, it as Easter. <laughs> we class it Easter. They class it about June yeah that may june time so the pipeline coaster is due to open in spring i'm using dr evil quotes there for people that are watching this and for people that aren't i'm using the dr evil quotes here um so all sea world is really pushing itself now to be the coaster capital of orlando mm. um to basically placate the people that don't like what they do with animals which is fair enough they, they can they, they've made a change great for them bad for me because i like animals but you know hey ho um so the pipeline surf roller coaster shockingly enough is a stand-up coaster so you'll be riding the roller coaster like a surfboard which terrifies the bejesus out of me i've seen the. i want to see how this works because obviously being video <laughs> being a shorter person Oh, yeah. But, well, there's a height restriction from the simulation videos I've seen. You know, I think once you're over the allotted height of whatever it is, the standard roller coaster height, one metre five, which is what, four foot 11, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's normally one, like, yeah, what, what, uh, 140, isn't it? Yeah, whatever uh, it is, can't remember what size it is. Don't quote me on the size. Yeah, so um, I want, one, I want to know how they're going to adjust the height thing. It's got, it looks like, it looks like you have like a not a seat per se, but you have something to sort of like support your bum, and then it's at the back <laughs> a perch. That's a brilliant from the from the the simulator video that's on the SeaWorld site, and we'll post obviously post the link. Yeah, it's yeah, it, you're basically standing on a surfboard. You've got an over the shoulder harness, obviously, because it goes it goes upside down. You can tell I haven't seen this. I need to go and look. Really? Um, I've been in our show notes for bloody weeks. You haven't seen the video. No, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to go and watch it because the it's tracks, just... The track's complete. There's a really good video on the Attractions Magazine YouTube channel, which we'll post as well, which mm-hmm. has got the track complete. And it does look... I mean, if you're into coasters, this is going to blow your bloody tiny mind. It looks amazing. Every it's time just... someone brings out a new roller coaster, I'm like, who on earth bought this? And why? Why did they do it? it, But it fits. It fits with SeaWorld. SeaWorld's all about the sea. I mean, Kraken and and Manta, they're all, Imako, they're all sea-based. They're all sea animal-based roller coasters. So this just slots in. And the other one, which I can never remember what it's bloody called. It's icy. The icy one, yeah. Icebreaker. Icebreaker, that's it, yeah. That's far too much spinny upside down. He's making me want to jumper for my liking. I just got dizzy looking at it. 
but yeah so but but and this is where Sharon's our bag lady yeah oh don't how many times did I hold the bag when you lot went on the Hulk when we went to Universal last lots yeah and Dr. Boom oh god yeah yeah so if if you're into coasters then SeaWorld is going to be the place to go yeah. And there's lots of stuff to do at SeaWorld for people that don't like coasters. There's still loads of aquariums to teach you about different types. They've got the most amazing aquarium that's just got about a billion different sorts of seahorses in that are all endangered in the world and they breed them and re- they release them back. So SeaWorld does do some good and it, it entertains the likes of me that can't go on a bloody roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. The only other piece of news that we've got, which is a bit of a bummer, is uh, if you're based in the UK, the happy news that passport prices have now gone up. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. especially when, because when we left the EU, they brought in the new rules that your passport is only valid from 10 years of issue, not mm. 10, not your actual expiry date. Well, it's, it's fine for everywhere else in the world, but not if you're traveling to Europe, which is crap. Yeah. So to Europe quite a lot, and mine's got. Yeah, so I actually it. lost so like eight months on my passport, which is uh, a bit of a bugger. <laughs> yeah, you need to buy a new one, don't you? I've got a reminder I set do. to remind you to buy a new one. I do. Yeah. I, I have to get mine renewed, but it means I get a blue one instead of a red one. I've got my red one till 2028. I'm going to hang on to the bugger. <laughs> um, yeah. So if you're doing an online application, it's gone up seven pounds something yeah seven pounds so rather than it being 75 pound 50 it's now 82 pound 50 yes and from 49 pound to 53 pound 50 for kids and of course kids ones only last for five years yes so, which is annoying yep. um and if you're doing a postal application they charge you more so do it online cool. people yeah yes. so if you're doing a postal application it's now 93 pound yeah it's going to be over the 100 pounds for a passport yeah, and 64 for kids. So if you've already got a passport and you need to renew it, do it online. It takes 10 minutes. Yeah. You just need a photo. Yeah. And you don't even have to go to a photo booth to take a photo now. You can take a photo against a white background. White background. Yeah. So you can do it. And if you've got a driving license and things, they can even use your driving license photo if it's a recent one. <laughs> Mine isn't. Oh, no, you, everything for you. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so that is the epic news roundup for the end of January, beginning of February. So much happened in January. It was yeah. like, especially Disney, they were like announcing something, something new. new. It seemed every day. Yeah, and Would I'm sure think... there's loads of stuff that we've forgotten. But it's oh, quite coming from the UK, we find it so hard to collate all the information in one place because you get news from like eight, nine, ten different sources. And sometimes yeah, going it, onto these websites, they go, oh, there's some news about this. And you have to scroll down 700 adverts and a load of other crap just to find this little tiny line. Or we catch it. You want. Oh, it's like we catch someone's opinion on a bit of news that we've missed. Yeah. And we're like, what are they talking about? And then we have to go and find that bit of news, which sometimes could be two or three weeks old. Um, but yeah, I mean, January was just mad for news coming out. It was it just seemed to be constantly one thing after another. Yeah. which is good because it was all positive um yeah but yeah it it did seem it was like just 
Disney have said this. And then the next day it was like, and Disney have released this. And then the next day, and Universal have done this. And it was just constant. It was like, <laughs> okay, um, uh, everything's changing. But um, obviously for the good. But yeah, January was mad for news. I don't know whether yes. February's going to be quiet now. Oh, February's or... probably going to be dead. We'll release but February has started off February. very big with obviously Mardi Gras. Because um, Universal kept that very, very quiet. Um, normally we'd expect to hear mid-January about merch and food yeah, and they a couple of days ago wasn't it they released the merch the week before and food they only announced two days ago so so f- three four days before Mardi Gras actually starts they released the food so that was really late and if they do that next year I'm going to be now biting on the plane trying to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this, this, the menus. <laughs> this quick news roundup has lasted what feels like forever. So apologies for that. Um, so yeah. we're anticipating that February's news, which you'll get at the beginning of March roundup, should be shorter, but hopefully just as positive. I'm, I'm assuming that we're going to have lots of Epic Universe news because they're going to have done so much in the lot in the in a month. Yeah, I mean, I think there'll be more Epic Universe news. Um, and I think we'll get more of an idea. I mean, Splash Mountain, they've started taking oh, down they, already. They literally they've, started as soon as, soon as the last ride, wasn't it? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I think they got the last boat off and that was it. I mean, they've already they put a crane in. There's already a crane yeah. in there. They don't go um, around those blokes at Imagineering and girls at Imagineering, do they? They're like, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but I think they've set themselves a very short time scale for that as well. But I think that might be in response to a quote from someone that um, Universal can build an entire park in the time it takes Disney to build a ride. Um, bit of shade going on there. So um, yeah, I I think it I think it'd be exciting. I think we've I mean obviously we've got the Easter celebrations that um you know they tend to celebrate nicely over in america is is easter um got uh flower and garden festival oh yeah yeah so that more more being we'll find out more about that in february uh hopefully there'll be more characters news which would be nice yeah i just want them to open up 1900 park fair again that's that's the last one that's all we're missing now is 1900 park fair <laughs> i've never done that one and well, i like as far as sea worlds goes i think elmo's birthday is on in march as well yeah but yeah i mean obviously yeah because i mean you've got the sesame street area in um sea world for the little ones but the parade looks quite fun. They do a little parade of Sesame Street characters, which uh, looks quite good. And obviously more 100 years of Disney merch. Oh, yeah, we've not even touched on the 100 years of Disney merch yet. No, we've not even done. We've not even gone there with that one. Um, oh, we can save that for another episode. A merch video. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that will probably be one of our episodes will be a merch video. Won't it? Yes. But um, yeah, so I, th- I think we're going to keep keep going with the news. Um, I think it's I can't see 
anything bad really on the horizon i mean i hope no. obviously obviously bob carries on the way he started new bob new old bob new bob <laughs> yeah new old bob i hope bob Iger carries on with the way you know he's starting to uh you know actually bring back some of that magic that everyone felt disney lost yeah uh, i think having universal snapping at their heels um with Epic Universe and the plans that they've got for other parks, from opening a park up in Texas, Texas of all places. Yes, yeah, um, Texas. And, and some and a and a horror like Halloween horror night thing going on in Las Vegas. I read as well. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, I said, fingers crossed, I get a trip to Vegas next year. But um, <laughs> that's part one of. I'd like to do it, but it's Universal's Horror Nights, so no. <laughs> Apparently it's not going to be scary. It's going to be more like classic monsters. Yeah, I'd have to look into that one because I don't do horror at all. Um, but my, hopefully. Yeah. No, we might have just... some more news on that for next month. I'm assuming we'll be quiet February news, but who knows what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, there's they've already got their Valentine's bits on for... Um, is it what they call it? Partners Night or Partners something in? Um, but they've brought out a special popcorn bucket for it, and so yeah, and more details on well, more dates for the um, after hours events at Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios. Yeah, so so yes. Hopefully February will be full of. As, as, well, maybe hopefully not as much good news otherwise you'll be like I'm not watching their news videos they last like seven years <laughs> that's be a quick quick news round up. but there has been an awful lot of news so but this is because January does has, this is because January does has like 48 days in it 764 <laughs> I think you'll find yeah. <laughs> we're back to normal months now <laughs> yeah after the epically long trench that is January, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks, um, assuming we sort our lives out. Excuse me. Yes. In the background on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Um, to uh, talk about our favourite subject. I'm excited for this one. All about the food. All about the food. Yeah. That right. Food. So. Uh, Special food. We'll we'll see you uh, we'll see you very soon. Yes, see you soon. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye. Bye.